Avocado Toast. News, politics, and social issues for young people, by young people. Hey guys, this is Jesse. And Griffin. And that's Griffin. And (laughs) we are back with another episode of Avocado Toast after a week of not doing it because... Griffin, where were you? You were supposed to go to Canada, and then you didn't go to Canada. Yeah, I, I said I was gonna go to uh, I was gonna go to Toronto, and then that didn't happen uh, because my brother's passport was expired, which my parents forgot to check. Apparently, um, well, I, I guess because normally, normally, if you're an adult, passports last ten years, but if you get them when yeah. you're a mi- minor, they last five. Uh, yep. And Donovan got his when. I guess in 2014, so it like it expired like a couple weeks before we were supposed to go. Oh. So yeah, so he it was, yeah, because he had gotten it when we the last time we went to Canada, um, when mm-hmm. when he was 15. So. Yep. That'll do it. Yeah, and so it just like ended up being it was like it was gonna be really expensive and like it would take a few days. So it was like it would we like we would have lost half the trip anyway, and it would have cost like something like I think seven hundred dollars to get a get a, to get a new one. Um, and it was just like um, it was so in, instead we just went to um, Gettysburg and then spent a couple oh, nice. days, spent a couple days at the Jersey Shore. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um... I don't remember why I said that we shouldn't record, but I had a reason for it. Oh, well. Um, I went to the beach this last weekend, so that was nice. Um, I saw my other podcast host, Hannah, the other day. Oh, Griffin. Hold on. Look at this. Look at her. Isn't she so cute? This is the one I keep on texting you about. About whether or not I should adopt her. Yeah, Bulbet. She's so cute. She's so sweet. And she lets me do whatever to her. Like, she likes being held. She snuggled with me all last night. I know. You see why I have this problem where I'm not sure if I should adopt this cat? She looks just like Bulby, too. I know. It's crazy. Um, oh my god. I They're not like see. siblings or something, are they? Or They are siblings. We okay. have that the brother, sense. the sister, and the mom. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. What the heck even... Uh, since we last talked, I dyed my hair. I can see um, that. I was supposed to see our friend Sophie Scott and then um, didn't. Because the world is against us and doesn't want us to have plans. And what else? My cats chewed through my um, computer wire. So I had to go and get another one. Yeah. Um, I am over this. (laughs) Um, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. But I think that's my life. Oh, wait. I watched Pose. Have you seen Pose? I haven't. Okay. So it's... uh, it's both good and bad, because I hate Ryan Murphy, and he wrote and produced it, but... I don't know who Ryan Murphy is, so... Um, he did Glee, and he does uh, American Horror Story. Yep, that explains it. Say no more. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but I started... I watched Pose, like, last week, and it's really good. Hmm. Um, 
It's basically like Paris is Burning, which I made you watch. Yes, which um, was very, very good. I yeah, very liked that a lot. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Yeah, but this is, like, basically a, uh, like, a fictionalized version of um, Paris is Burning. So there's some parts of it that feel, like, contrived, but other parts that are good. So, I don't know. I think it just sort of... I don't know. It it was still good, and I still enjoyed it, so whatever. Um, Yeah. Did you, what have you been doing? Are you watching anything or doing anything new? Not so much. I mean, it's, so it's, today's my birthday and that's really the only thing. Oh yeah, literally I'm so stupid. I wish you happy birthday and then it took us (laughs) so long to figure out how to start recording this that I forgot to wish you happy birthday. Uh, yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, so I, I turned 24 today. Um. Fucking gross. You're so old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing is, like, I'm not, my family's never been super big on birthdays. Really? Yeah, I was gonna say, the last time I actually had, like, a birthday party, like, as it were, was when I was 11. What the fuck? What? Um, yeah, and so, like, I think... There's only one birthday in there, I think, when I was in high school, probably around 15, 14 or 15 or so, where, like, I even did really did anything with friends. Um, is, uh, is this because you're a summer birthday, or just because you... I mean, a little bit. So, like, you know, friends would be at, like, summer camp, or, um, you know, busy or something. And then some of it is just, like, that's... It's kind of my family. Like, birthdays weren't really ever a big deal, yeah. Like, we, we didn't really, we didn't go in for gifts very much. Um, I mean, we don't really, didn't go in for gifts for much for any holidays, like. Yeah. Um, with, the, with the exceptions, like, we, we would do things for Christmas, and that was really about, about it. it was, um, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and so, like, it, I think part of that was just, like, it was a mix of, like, summer birthday, and my family just doesn't really do birthdays it was just like we would go Mm. it's like you get to choose where you go to dinner and that's what like that's what's special about it um is that you spent like we 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 spend you spend your birthday with your family you get to choose where you go to eat so um yeah and that's that's what we, we do so it's like not doing something for my birthday is sort of like the the normal state so it it's it's it's, like, weird when, like, I say, it's, like, oh, yeah, I didn't have birthday parties. And I was, like, what? Like, how? And I'm, like, it's just, like, yeah, that's just how it is. Like, that's sort of how I lived my entire life is that birthdays aren't really a, a big thing. Mm, we're big birthday people in my household. Yeah. Um, but I think I've ended up being, like, the person who likes the festivities the most out of everyone mm. and, like, still makes a big deal out of, like that stuff but hold on my shorts are driving me crazy (laughs) there we go now i can be comfortable yeah okay i was gonna say yeah the most exciting thing in like recent like my my family's like recent birthday stuff is uh for my dad's birthday this year in may i uh got i signed his card with uh another year closer to death um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that 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 was the big exciting thing was that people, uh, my family, were like, oh, that's like 
it's funny, but it's like inappropriate too, um, which describes my family's humor pretty like well. At least my parents. Yeah. Mm. yeah. My my brother's not quite like he's much more a of a uh, sarcastic person. I see. No dark humor for him. Oh, I mean, dark humor, but mostly like dark sarcastic humor. Ah, okay. I see. I understand. Okay. Um, I want to move into the news. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. There's okay. Lots of news. There is lots of news. Um, most of my news is outdated because I forgot to look yesterday. Um, and basically all week. and But it's fine because this week was really low-key except for the debates, which yeah. we'll talk about later. Um, so, Elizabeth Warren, light of my life. <laughs> I love her so much. Um, last week, she introduced a bill that could cancel up to $50,000 um, in student debt for most borrowers. So, like... Each individual person who takes out a loan would probably have $50,000 taken off of that debt. So, like, I know, like, for me, that would get rid of mine completely, because I think I only have, like, 20-something thousand. Um, But, like, most schools, like, 50,000 would cover anyone's, like, in-state tuition, and, like, maybe leave them with, like, 5,000, like, afterwards that they would have to pay, but that's, like, nothing. Like five thousand dollars on a college education when we're used to paying like fifty to a hundred thousand or more is like insane. Yeah, I so. think that, that would get rid of I think almost all of Cass's debt. Oh yeah, I mean, and Cass went in state. Yeah, well, and Cass went Cass yeah. went in state, but it's it's also Pennsylvania, which um, has the highest uh, like tuition for any in state schools. Uh, for any state yeah. schools. Um, and I think Pitt specifically is like the most expensive of all state schools. Yeah. So it's Pitt and then I think number two is Penn State. And then And Penn State is nothing. Like, what the fuck? And well, the thing it's about like Pitt is like a terrible education to go in debt over. I mean it, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, depending on what you want to go through. Like they have a couple good things. Like I think they're like if you want to go into Zoology, actually, I think they have a decent zoology. Program. Oh, really? Yeah, but um, but the thing is, like, Pitt's a really good school, and the other thing is, it's only partially a state school. So, yeah, which makes it worse. Um, yeah. Um, New York City is set to become the first city to fund abortion services. Um, so this basically means they are trying to like. Uh, Bill de Blasio is trying to use some of the, like, $92 billion budget that um, New York City has in order... It's a big budget. It's a really big budget. fucking shit. Yeah. Well, he's trying to use that to make sure that all abortions are covered in New York City so that people don't have to pay in the same way that, like, um, Obamacare covers all IUDs. So, okay. like, if if someone went to go get an IUD, they would never have to pay. But, yeah. Um, uh, financial documents were released showing that the NRA is living, quote-unquote, uh, paycheck to paycheck. Um, 
and in 2018, they ended the year um, $10 million in debt. Well, not in debt, but like in the red. So like they're not really profiting. So that's interesting because uh, the NRA used to be an unstoppable force and we may have stopped them, which would be great. Yeah. Um, Ivanka Trump, <laughs> Satan's own child, made nearly $4 million from Trump's D.C. hotel last year. Wow. So that's garbage. Um, this is honestly, like, coming kind of late, because uh, it was, like, 13 days ago, but there was a shooting inside of a Costco in California um, that killed one person and left two people injured. Um, so that's not great. But here's some great news that I'm very excited about. Um, ugh. Uh, Jerusalem's old city is now wheelchair accessible. Hell yeah. I know. It's been way too long coming, uh, but it's very, very exciting because, like, 80 to 90% of Israel is not accessible. Um, there's, like, no elevators anywhere. Um, everything is old, and in most places, like, even if you aren't using, like, a wheelchair, but, like, maybe you use a cane. In Israel, they only have elevators going... Wait, elevators? Escalators. The escalators are the ones that are stairs. Yes, yeah, escalators. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> um, the, they only have escalators going upwards and stairs going downwards. So you can, like, never take stairs down. No, it's never take an escalator down. You always have to take stairs. Oh, that's um, weird. Yeah, it is weird. But hopefully this is a good thing that will mean that uh, Taglit or Birthright will be able to offer um, accessible trips. Yeah. So I know plenty of people who haven't been able to go to Israel because they don't care about making it accessible or it's just not an option. So, yep. Um, there is a specific D.C. suburb... Um, like right in between uh, DC and Maryland called Fairmount Heights um, that has, sorry, um, where two trans women have been killed in the last three months. So oh, yeah, if anyone's in the Fairmount Heights area, watch out. <laughs> um, wow, that's a shitty thing to say. I meant like look out for your uh, trans sisters and yeah. also... Be careful. Fuck all cops. Yep. All cops are bastards. All cops are bastards. Um, Slovakia um, now has a female president. It's their first female president. Um, she's also a lawyer and environmental activist, and her name oh. is... I'm, I'm going to pronounce it bad. Zuzana uh, Kaputova. Great. So... Um, ICE uh, is going, well, according to Trump, ICE was supposed to begin removing uh, millions of illegal aliens this week, but I think they managed to basically, like, stop that from happening, but can't confirm. Um, I stopped paying attention to the news the last few days, and I'm sorry. Heathrow has decided that they are going to construct a third runway by 2026 oh, um, and will 
complete its expansion by 2050, this is both a terrible thing and a great thing. It's great because that airport fucking sucks and it's way too small. Um, but also terrible because it's never going to be finished. Well, I was going to say, and then it's, I'm sure it's screwing over people who live where they're building. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but also maybe not. I don't know how they're planning on doing it. Ugh, yeah. Not sure. I think I read something a few years back where it's like the planned Heathrow expansion is actually, like, gonna bulldoze, like, a like a little park or something that, like, uh, is, like, one of the few green areas, like, in that, like, Ugh. local, like, area. That sucks. Um... Yeah, uh, so, yeah, I, I think there's, like, concern from locals sort of about the impact on, you know, obviously people, but then also, I think, a little bit environmentally, like, what's that, what it's going to do to sort of the surrounding landscape. Uh, yeah, yikes. I don't know if you know of this person, Griffin, but uh, Elijah Daniel, who is both a YouTuber and a uh, gay rapper who goes by the alias Lil Fag. Um, he's, first of all, he's the best. Second of all, he made news the other day uh, where he essentially purchased Hell Michigan and renamed it Gay Hell. <laughs> I did hear about this, yes. I Yeah, he's awesome. I love that guy. He, I believe he had previously been elected mayor of Hell Michigan. And then, um, you can, like, be mayor for a day, so he did that. Yeah, yeah. so he, he was previously mayor and then got impeached for banning straight people from... Which was awesome. <laughs> um, and then he... So he bought the town. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, the- not really. Like, he and, uh, like, the... The, like, the guy is the real mayor kind of, yeah. like, had an agreement that he would just do this for a few days. Oh, okay. um, so for right now, I think pretty much till the end of June, uh, it's gay hell, which is awesome. So that's fun. Uh, st- yeah, state attorney general uh, Mark Herring calls for the legalization of marijuana in Virginia. So that's very cool, um, and it's for recreational use too. Nice. So that's very cool. <sighs> Quebec passed a law banning. Uh, Kipote, turbans, and hijabs for public workers. Uh, you actually sent me this, and I saved it. So good do you because have I things to say. I totally forgot that I sent this to you, but um, <laughs> it's it's definitely important because um, fuck secularity in sort of the public life, the way at least the way the French envision it. Um, the way that they do it is bad. It's. And, like, I think it, the, the idea of, you know, separation of church and state is an admirable one, but the idea is like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that means that nobody can be religious in public at all. Uh, Which is stupid. Even if they're, like, the most minor of government workers is fucking absurd. Um, and it's really what it is, is, it's just a way to discriminate, di- sorry, discriminate. Discriminate. Discriminate, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I just made up that word. Um, <laughs> it's a way to discriminate against uh, r- religions that have sort of outward shows of faith 
Um, in other words, not Christians. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it's really what is it's uh, it's a Christian's view of like what is secular, uh, and it fucking blows ass. Um, yep. Uh, it's. It blows it, absolute chunks. Um, yeah, it, it, seriously, it, do, it doesn't actually promote, you know, secularity in government in any way. And all it does is discriminate against Jewish and Muslims and Sikhs and uh, any other religion that has sort of uh, an outward show of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's ridiculous. So... It's... It's... Could be a good thing, you know? Like, the whole idea that we should keep faith private but the problem with this is that i think christians tend to not see that um faith in like these ways that like has outward showings of it also usually carry a culture with it and so then it becomes that like the national culture or the regional culture is more important than like the one that is also with the religion, which is ridiculous and unfair. Yeah. Well, it, it also means like if you're an observant Muslim or an observant uh, Jewish person or an observant Sikh, it means you are fun, essentially banned from government jobs because, and you, mm-hmm. or, or, or you're forced to choose what's. <gasps> I'm so sorry, I just fucking dropped the kitten. Oh. <laughs> it's um, fine, she's fine. Yeah, but it effectively means you're you know you're banned from government jobs because you either have or you have to choose between do I you know remove this symbol of my my faith which is at, like in certain cases mandated by my mm-hmm. faith uh, or do I have or do I you know get this job which in a lot of cases government jobs like that are often like very stable very um, they pay generally pay at least somewhat decently. Um, and it's, if the question is like, can I actually, you know, make a living or Mm -hmm. do I, or do I uphold the basic tenets of my faith? And that's like absolutely a ridiculous choice to make someone make. Yeah. It ends up not even separating church and state. It ends up making the state dictate what you can do religiously, which is the opposite of what they want. Yeah. It it actually reduces religious freedom. Mm-hmm. I had this, like, piece about um, the Palestinian finances doing, like, really poorly, but I didn't fucking read it, um, so that's that. Um, Facebook decided that they are going to uh, launch a cryptocurrency, and they're going to call it Libra, so um, absolutely not... Libra sucks. I hate Libras. I'm just kidding. I have good Libra friends, but Libra is a bad sign, and they should not be naming their cryptocurrency after that. New York is on its way to decriminalizing small amounts of pot and expunging criminal records, so that's good. Mark Field uh, was suspended as a minister after he grabbed a female Greenpeace activist. Uh, He was the foreign minister for Asia and the Pacific, um, I think from the UK. 
Um, so now he's gone. Good. And then the last thing I have is that the Supreme Court uh, has okayed excessive partisan gerrymandering. How great. I'm not surprised. Disappointed. Nope. But not surprised. Yep. I'm with you. All right, well, that's all my news. Okay, uh, I have some news. So the U.S. House of Representatives has passed um, a bill to send uh, $4.6 billion in funding uh, to tackle uh, the humanitarian crisis at the border with Mexico. Um, that's good. The House uh, initially wanted to pass a bill with um, stricter provisions uh, uh, that would provide extra protection for uh, migrant children, um, but it was voted down by the Senate. Um, mm. And so the House was forced to, um, quote, reluctantly um, pass the Senate version of the bill, which does not contain those protections. Um, at the behest of Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, um, who said, uh, quote, the children come first. At the end of the day, we have to make sure that the resources needed to protect the children are available. Uh, so, unfortunately, the protections for those migrant children aren't going to be in place, according to this bill, um, but at least there will be funds, potentially, to help aid them. Um, yeah. So, the funds will do something, so that's good. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a it's not it's not a, a wholesale victory, but in international news, um, the pres the president of Venezuela, Nicolas Maduro, uh, alleged that uh, his security forces uh, foiled a uh, plot to assassinate him. Um, uh, okay. The security forces have alleged that uh, the opposition leader Juan Guaido was involved, um, and that the attempt at the uh, plot, which had which Maduro called a fascist plot, um, was backed by the U.S., Colombia, and Chile. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Guaido has denied the accusation, uh, saying that the media has lost count of how many like such allegations have been made by Maduro. So. It's, uh, tensions have been rising in Venezuela, and it's this definitely seems like um, a move by Maduro to sort of try and gain some support. Um, but it's it's unclear, I guess, wh- whether or not such accusations are true. So, in France, uh, I have a couple news stories from France. So. More minor one is um, France hit a record temperature of 45.9 degrees Celsius or 114 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, I almost added this to my news, and then I yeah. was like, it's just the temperature. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it, it's its highest recorded temperature ever. Um, it's uh, as part of a heat wave that has hit Europe that has already claimed um, several lives. That's crazy. Um, Do you know if it's all women, not not women and children, old uh, people and children that have passed? Um, so it uh, appears to be mostly the elderly and the young. Um, one of them was a 17-year-old farm worker in Cordoba, 
uh, in Spain. Mm. Um, and one was in another one was an eighty year old man. Um, so it do, it does seem appear to be that um, the fatalities are the young and the old. So mm-hmm. um, if you are in Europe right now, you're probably not listening to this. But just in case you are. Uh, please uh, keep cool. Um, if you can get, um, if you can stay indoors, um, with try and get a like a, some sort of fan um, going, circulate, or AC. circulate, yeah, or AC, circulate the air. Um, a good tip is if you don't if you don't have air conditioning, um, put like a bowl of ice or you know cold water in, fr- um, and then have a fan blow the air over you. Um, yeah. And if you have the money to do so, like, buy a window unit, buy a standing AC unit, like, it is worth it. I mean, like, I know it's not great for the environment, but it's totally worth it. And the environment's gonna kill us all regardless. Um, so, also in France, um, the highest court has given a final ruling that doctors can stop feeding a man uh, who has been in a vegetative state si- uh, since uh, 2008. Whoa. Okay. It's a long time to be in a vegetative state. Yeah, so his pa- the parents of the man um, were trying to keep him alive, but his wife um, and six of his siblings uh, and his nephew argued that the humane course was to um, let him die. Uh, and that he, you know, was been going eleven to. years. Um, and so, in twenty fifteen, the European Court of Human Rights ruled uh, in favor of his wife, uh, in or and siblings, uh, say, saying that he would be, you know, he could they could uh, take him off uh, feeding tubes if they so wished. Um, but the doctors didn't uh, immediately fulfill the plan. But the so the decision was appealed, um, and the courts have once again um, ruled in favor of his wife and siblings. Um, okay, that's good. This is this is an interesting one. So um, the EU and um, Mercosur, which is sort of a a economic bloc. Uh, in South America that consists of Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, and Paraguay um, have agreed to a trade deal after 20 years of talks. Wow. I did see that, but I was like, I'm not going to bother trying to understand this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Venezuela is also previously a mem- member of Mercosur, but was suspended in 2016, um, unsurprisingly. Okay. Um, yeah. So the deal is go- is uh, to attempting to cut or remove uh, trade tariffs uh, between uh, the countries uh, in the EU and the Mercosur countries um, okay. to sort of allow um, free trade, much in the same way that uh, there's you know mostly free trade between the countries of the EU um, in say uh, NAFTA. So mm-hmm. impressive that it's after twenty years. <laughs> I know they finally did it. <laughs> um, and then my my last piece of news um, is for it's once again bringing it back to the U.S. So um, the 
man who uh, killed uh, Heather Heyer in the in Charlottesville um, in uh, 2017, uh, James Alex Fields uh, was uh, sentenced to life in prison um, for numerous federal hate crimes. Wow, more than just that one. Um, so, and he has also been convicted of murder at the state level. Yeah. So, um, wow. Does he have possibility of parole? Um, hopefully not. I mean, probably not if he's in for murder and federal crimes. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, he pleaded guilty to 29 out of 30 federal hate crimes. Um, uh, wow. so as part of a deal that the prosecutors would not agree to seek the death, death penalty. Um, yep. I mean, that's usually how the deals work, is if you say that you're guilty, they won't go with the death penalty. Yeah, so it, it, it does appear that I don't, I don't think parole is an option, but, uh, this article does not say for sure, so. Okay. Okay. Is that it for your news? That is, uh, that was my last piece of news. So. Wow, we did it! <laughs> so, so this episode, we were going to do Stonewall, but it's going to come out, what, Monday? Yeah, which is it? What, July 1st? July, yeah. July 2nd, something like that. I mean, and I don't really want to do Stonewall. <laughs> um, um, so we decided we were going to talk about... Um, what the hell? My brain is going mush. Uh, the we, Democratic... The debates! Pri- yeah, the Democratic primary debates. Okay, so I watched some highlights, and then the Trevor Noah stuff. Um, yeah. I, I also watched some highlights. I read a few opinion pieces. Um, tried to look at Twitter, but probably a good half of it was... Like, I was just looking at, like, Democratic debate, like, trending on Twitter... Um, and then half of it was just Republican assholes being yep. stupid um, mm-hmm. and not adding anything to any conversation whatsoever um, other than maybe a conversation about how Republicans are stupid. Um, mm-hmm. Republicans are stupid. You know what? I cannot stand being in these shorts. They have just been riding up this whole time. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> Okay, new shorts. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Did you start saying something, or were you just saying what you read? Oh, wait. Okay. So, yeah, you were just talking about Twitter. Um, Yeah. Most of our friends watched it. I almost wish that we had watched it, but at the same time, it was, like, four hours of debate, and, like, so far out from the election that it's, like, what's the point, even? Yeah, it's there's going to be more debates, and um, you know I, I think based on this debate, I think some of the more modern candidates are eventually going to drop out, and like th- that's the problem with the sort of the first debates like these is that like the first night there were ten candidates on stage, yep. and so none of them like there one of the candidates like. I think it was Bennett, like, was surprised that he got asked a question at all. I literally saw that. I was like, I can't even believe. Um, it, and it's like the kind of thing, it's like, re- really, um, the, there are like maybe three or four people 
up on that stage that first night that have any chance whatsoever of, you know, it even being felt remotely like elected. It almost put Warren in, like, the shitty debate, you know? Yeah, that, that was something I noticed where it's like, because Warren was up there with, like, Warren wasn't there with Sanders, Harris, or Biden, who were, like, or Buttigieg, like, those those four were all in the other debate, and, like, yep. those are the four other, like, I guess, front Main runners. Lines. Yeah, so, like, the top, was top with... five is, like, those four, and then Warren. Um, yep. So it's weird that she was going up against, like, Booker, Beto, and, like, was, I think Julian, was Julian Castro that first night? I think so, yeah. 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 People really thought Castro did a good job. Um, It was, like, Castro and Harris, and there was, like, one other person that, like, stuck out to people. But, like... I think it was Warren. I think people thought Warren did, like, did a really solid job, but, like... Oh, good. I mean, she always does a good job. People expected her to do a good job, so it wasn't, like, really that big... Like, it wasn't a big deal because it's like, oh, yeah, Warren's one of the frontrunners... Oh, and she did a good job. So she main, she maintained that, um, yep. theoretically. Yeah. And I then, saw an opinion piece that thought that, like, um, the women especially stood out from the debate. So, like, we need to not be afraid of electing a woman. Um, so that was good to see that other people feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I, I read an interesting piece about... Um, sort of how electability has been like such a big rallying cry for some of the centrist candidates and how oh, yeah. this I think this debate has really sort of put a dent in that sort of idea because sort of the you know electability ticket which you know Joe Biden is really, really um, or you know Beto um, yeah like Joe Biden uh, did terribly like by, by all yep. accounts Joe Biden was um, who's like the, the like I think front runner like in terms of like polling? Uh, did, he was a laughing stock. He was yeah, awful. He did the worst. And like watching some of the clips from the debate, like absolutely, like he fumbled just about every answer he made. Um, Kamala Harris uh, really made him look. Well, I mean, he made himself look bad, but like Kamala Harris really took him to task about his, like, uh, oh, history yeah. of the way, p- ways that he's really poorly handled racism and, um, sort of policy in the past. Which is really interesting because, like, one could argue, even though it's a bad argument, um, that she has poorly handled issues of race as someone who was a federal prosecutor, but also she's a black woman, so, like, that's such yeah. a weird argument to make, but I have seen people make that. Yeah, and I, I think it's something that, like, because, like, Biden notably was anti-bussing. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. And was, like, She friends... really responded well to this, um, this prompt. Yeah, especially because, um, and, like, as she pointed out, like, she was a beneficiary of busing. Um, yeah. And so, like, the fact that Biden, like, who very much fumbled his response, was pretty much said, it's like, yeah, well, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't against busing. I was against, you know, the federal government, like, interfering. Um, 
And then pretty much Harris being like, yeah, well, guess what? The federal government needed to interfere because states weren't listening to the federal government. Like, the federal government said, you need to integrate. And states were like, make us. Yep. She literally said for, like, 20 years after uh, Board v. Brown, like, her area wasn't uh, integrated. Yeah. Which is, Um, yeah. And, I mean, that's actually even a problem today where it's like there's a lot of... um, School districts still aren't integrated. Um, yeah. And, like, that that's still a massive problem in our country where um, if you're a person of color, um, you don't always get um, the same level of education as yeah. uh, sort of yeah. your white peers. Um, and that's awful. And it's a big problem because it's, it's not always just, like, oh, you aren't allowed to go to this school. Like, it's also an issue of, like, birds of a feather flocking together and, like, white flight and uh, in-group, out-group kind of things where you have, like, uh, like a town that's, like, majority one race or one general background. And it's, like, really complicated to force people to not just be an only white town, you know? Because you can't just force other people to move to also be in that town. Which is why busing is important. Yeah. Um, One of the, I guess, uh, big takeaways that I think a lot of people um, took away. That's... One of of the big takeaways for a lot of people was that um, although... A lot of Bernie's ideas have sort of become a very popular, or um, mm-hmm. among many people in the party. Um, although they're a little bit more divisive among the candidates, um, is that even though those policies have become very popular, uh, Bernie himself wasn't didn't come out particularly strong in this debate. Um, he nope. really seemed to be sort of just running the same campaign as he was running in twenty sixteen. Um, Mm-hmm. And although he's still like popular, um, and I think he'll still remain to be popular because he's Bernie. Um, You're he, right. I agree with you. I agree yeah, with you. <laughs> um, he he really hasn't sort of changed much since 2016. He hasn't really evolved his strategy no. in any way. Um, I mean, also, he's old. You, How much can you teach an, an old dog new tricks, especially in the political arena when you've been in the game as long as he has? To be fair, like, he's very honest, which is, I think, in, I, I think it's going to, like, attract some people. But, like, for a lot of people, it's like, um, he was asked a question, like, about whether or not he would raise taxes on the middle class. And he honestly mm-hmm. said, yes, that he would. Yeah. Um, which... Um, while an honest answer is not necessarily an answer that a lot of people are going to want to hear. Um, but, I mean, okay. Also, hmm. Bernie is a socialist. Yeah. And, which we all should be. <laughs> and <laughs> if we're going to live in a socialist society, or at least try to attain a socialist society... The taxes are going to need to be raised on everyone. Yeah. 
Um, like, obviously, it should even it out so that rich people are middle class, but as a result of this, in order to get poor people to be middle class as well, to get everyone basically on the same playing field, the middle class is going to need to have taxes raised on them. But the whole point of taxes is that you get something out of it, so it's like, yeah, you're losing some money, but, like, maybe you won't have to pay for health care. So. Yeah, and that, that was Bernie's point, was it's like, you might, yeah, you're going to have to pay a little bit more in taxes, but you're going to be getting better health care for cheaper. Um, yeah. And... And so, which, like, I agree with, and, like, I, th- I think, like, it's important that he's sort of honest about that platform, but I also think it's, like, as a soundbite, it doesn't necessarily it's a sound... horrible soundbite. <laughs> um, and I, th- I think that's just sort of a general problem for Bernie, is that, like, he has great policies, and, but the thing is, he's very blunt about them. Uh, which doesn't make for good sound bites, um, and like I think we. Oh my god, we, he's got the worst sound bites. Like awful. Uh, we and we've talked about this before when he um, he pretty much said that uh, all prisoners should be able to vote, and he considered voting a human right. Um, but the way that he said it was, he was asked if the Boston bomber should be able to vote, and he said yes. Uh, <laughs> the Boston bomber should be able to vote. <laughs> yes. Which. Oh god, what a mess. While a actually good platform which a lot of people sort of maybe disagree with me on that but they're wrong um he doesn't necessarily articulate them in the way that is going to sound good to like your average voter but yeah i think surprisingly of the the something like i think it was like 20 candidates or something Mm -hmm. close to uh when asked directly who would uh, get rid of private health insurance. Um, only four of the candidates uh, said that they Warren's would. hand shot up, and I was like, "Yes, I love you." Yeah, I believe the four were uh, Warren, uh, Sanders, like both of whom are completely unsurprising. Uh, Kamala Harris. Oh yeah. And then mm, um, Bill De Blasio, of all people. I know. I saw that. <laughs> De Blasio has been all over our show lately. Like. He has been doing so much with New York, like, maybe we should be paying more attention to him. Um, yeah, one of the other things is, like, so he, at the debate, um, and th- this was remarked, is, like, he actually had a, like, compared to, like, how he's been polling, is he actually had a fairly big presence, um, mostly because mm. he, any sort of topic he would immediately jump in on. Um, nice. In classic New Yorker style. Um, Good. We stand. <laughs> and partly is because apparently the dude is six foot five, so he's just enormous. Amazing. Um, so he was, he was just both big presence in the term that he was just like, oh, you guys are talking about healthcare. Guess who's <laughs> time for Bill's opinion. Um, and also just because like he was the physically largest person on the stage. I mean. Yeah, there was one lady that was really small. Uh, I was. It wasn't Marianne Williamson. The no, not Williamson. She was in the. I'm gonna call them the good debate and the bad debate. Um, she was in the bad debate with Warren. She had like brown hair. She was really small. Oh, um, like short kind of bob. Yep. Uh, I think it's uh, what is it? Uh, Amy Klobuchar or whatever. Klobuchar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Kristen Gillibrand didn't really do much to make even like any amount of news. Uh, so yeah, like the, the only thing is that she came out as a capitalist. 
What a cuck. Um, I hate that. Yeah, so when when I think when the when the healthcare debate came up and like they someone made some offhand comment. I think it was Hick, Hick and Looper, um, who okay. who should be disqualified from the race simply because he has the silliest name. Um, <laughs> Why can't we have a president with a silly name? Come on, would you really want to have a president uh, president Hick and Looper? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would. <laughs> um, but, he, but anyway, no, he sucks because he 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 made he took some shot at, about like socialism or something, and then. Gillibrand jumped on it and said, like, what we don't need is socialism. What we need is healthy capitalism. And, you know, capitalism is, like, no. you know, s- some bullshit about, like, how capitalism needs to be reformed. It's like, no, fuck you. No. Um, we had the time to do that. Now it's time to give up. Yeah. Um, I-, I think it was related to the healthcare stuff. If capitalism had its way, we would all be starved and there would be fat cats at the top, which is basically where we're at, but not quite. Um... Yeah, it's it really is patently absurd the degree to it. Itch, I w- I consider like the the statement that you know cap you know the capitalism is just sick right now. It needs to be reformed. Is so out of touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. She basically shot herself in the foot there. Um, At least I think so. And it's because. And that's the thing is, and I I think this is largely sort of something that I think Bernie really helped was that um, the, a lot of the electorate for the Democratic Party has really been pulling left um, as I think, and I I think a lot of that is the young, like the younger generation. um, And then some, some, some sort of older people um, who really sort of felt I think left out by the party. So like some, my, my dad, um, uh, wasn't up, was never a part of any party until 2016. Um, when he joined, uh, the democratic party specifically be, to vote for Bernie in the primaries, because you can't vote nice. in Pennsylvania, uh, in the primaries if you're unregistered. Um, Same with Maryland. And which I think is a good system, but, really, um, I, well, it's because it prevents people like Mitt Romney, uh, who, because that wasn't a thing in uh, Massachusetts when he was running. So he would vote in the Democratic primary, because uh, uh, like if he was running on a post in the Republican one, he would vote in the Democratic primary for the person he thought it would be easiest to beat. I hate that son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, um, which he admitted uh, as wow, like he's like, oh wow, look at me, I'm so smart, kind of thing. Um, but no, it, it prevents stuff like that. So I think it's like if you're, I I think it makes sense to only have Democrats vote for Democratic candidates in that case because if someone's going to only vote Republican, um, we don't want them voting for someone who they think is the weakest candidate. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, which is like it's not a perfect system because you know, but. Like, there's a reason to have it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, kind of like um, term limits. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um okay. Uh, other than that, um, O'Rourke and uh, 
Buttigieg. Yep. Uh, they both spoke Spanish. Uh, as did, I think, um, I think Cory Booker may have taken a pass at it, and so did, I think, Julian Castro. But Julian Castro, was, I think, was actually... I, isn't he the only actual Latinx person on that stage? Both nights? I think so. That's, that sounds right, where it's, um, like, he... Is both like so he's from Texas and then both of his parents are Latinx so it's like also look I totally like he was asked a question that like I think he was uncomfortable answering so he's just like I'm gonna spout some bullshit in Spanish um, break that out because um, like hey hey guys I speak Spanish look at me um, yeah and didn't answer the question uh, wow what fucking idiot and then also uh, spoke not very his spanish was not very good uh for what from uh what i gather yeah so yeah. yeah i also like i think these politicians don't understand that like it doesn't have any value if not everyone can understand it so like if you're gonna do that, you're gonna need a translator with you. Or if you really want everyone to understand that you're speaking Spanish, I mean, or English, you're, you want your Spanish-speaking constituents to be able to hear you or, like, understand what you're talking about, like, you can't speak both languages at the same time, so what you're attempting to do is pointless. Yeah, and I, I think it also sort of undermined the fact that this was... In English language debate. Um, yeah. So it would be one thing if this was on, uh, like, if this was a statement he would he was making sort of on his own time uh, in Spanish to Spanish constituents, yeah, uh, or Spanish speaking constituents, or if this was a debate in Spanish. And I mean, I think, and I'm sure they they show it in Spanish translated, like, later, or um, maybe even just, like, a few seconds delayed. On, on like, a different channel, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and so, like, I don't think it was necessarily something that needed to be... Like, I don't, I don't think he need, really need, any of them really needed to break out the Spanish. Um, no. And I'm... Honestly, they probably... They may have even, uh, like, dubbed... Work anyway, based on from what from what I what I've heard, um, and what, like really? the little bits I heard, it was like mm. they they may have like they may have dubbed him anyway in Spanish wow. translation. Well, it, it 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 wasn't necessarily like it it wasn't that he was like unintelligible so much as like he made a lot of mistakes uh, in speaking. So like he he would kind of he was constantly sort of stumbling over his words. Um, yeah. Mm. That stinks. So. Um. What even else is there? I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say. I guess the big takeaways is Warren looked strong, but she was expected to. Um, mm-hmm. Harris. She's a great speaker. Yeah, Harris looked um, strong. Um, mm-hmm. Julian Castro looked surprisingly strong um, for someone yeah. nobody had ever heard of. Um, oh yeah. And then Biden looked awful. Awful, so bad. And 
Harper. What a fool! And then Bernie, although his sort of ideas have become a lot more mainstream and he's really pushed that that well, uh, looked kind of shaky just in that he's just running the same campaign from 2016. Yeah. Um, and maybe, it's just maybe like it that he's up against now. different people. Yeah, maybe it'll work for him now, but like considering that like a lot of candidates have adopted like his platform um, almost wholesale in certain cases. Yeah. Um, sort of adopted a lot more the more popular aspects of his policies. Um, he doesn't really stand out against anyone other than sort of some of the centrists um, who aren't yeah. really going to, I think in a lot of cases, aren't really who's going to like end up running against. Um, no. And he, I don't think he, even though he does sort of have a little bit of a cult of personality, um, like I don't think he's going to be able to strong enough to maybe pull the uh, nomination as a whole. I agree. I agree. I think everyone else is so much more impressive. And since we've seen this all before from him, he needs to really be impressive to maintain his standing um, in terms of getting the nomination. Um, and I mean, I think maybe we, maybe we should keep our eyes on de Blasio. I mean, not like he's hard to spot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, yeah, that, that was sort of like, he, that was something that I, that I did notice was like, I was actually surprised by, uh, sort of like the fact that he like even sort of showed up into like on the radar. Yeah, I mean, and he really, I don't know, I, I'm i excited to see how he does um, continuing from here. Uh, do we know when the next debate is? Um, Probably not yet. So, it's, it's going to be in July, but I don't think there's... Wow, that's really soon. Um... Yeah, the, they don't have a slate yet. The second scheduled debate is uh, will be hosted on July thirtieth and thirty first. Uh, so okay, all right. Um, I hope a bunch of people drop out. I hope. So I don't want to see Jilla. I don't want to see Jilla Brand. I don't want to see Booker. I don't want to see like eighty percent of these people. I don't want to see O'Rourke. Like I'm done with him. Yeah, but, and then then there was just like a few like, straight white guys who made no impact on me whatsoever in that, like, I don't really remember any of their names besides Hickenlooper, um, and that's just because he has a silly, name. that's just because <laughs> he has a silly name. Yeah, love that for him. Um, I would love for them to cut down who's invited to the second debate, like, in half. Like, that would be great. Yeah, honestly, um, if they could just disinvite Biden, too, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah I mean if I could make my ideal um, next debate it would be Buttigieg Warren Sanders Biden because I think everyone needs to really get it in their heads that he sucks yeah Harris um tall boy <laughs> oh B de Blasio uh, de Blasio and am I missing one other person Besides, uh, what is it, Harris, Warren. I said her. Uh. I don't want Gillibrand. Biden, Sanders. 
Mm-hmm. But a judge. I mean, we could throw in Castro just for fun and make it seven. Castro. And who, who's the... Oh, and de Blasio. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think a seven-person debate would be a lot more manageable, too. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially because now they'll have seen... Like, I think the polls between now and, like, July 14th, 15th will be telling. And I think a lot of people are going to drop out, which would be great. Yeah. And I think... Uh, even if people don't drop out, that's going to impact um, who uh, was it? Uh, NBC? Who hosted this? Uh, I don't know who hosted this one, but uh, the next one's going to be hosted by CNN. Oh, okay. Well, CNN will probably... Well, hopefully. Hopefully they'll cut down on who's invited. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's two days makes me think that they probably won't disinvite anybody, but yeah. we'll see who drops out, um, if anybody. Yeah. I bet you a bunch of those white boys drop out. Yeah. Because they know. I hope that author lady drops out. She, you know what? She can be invited just because she's fun. Oh, uh, <laughs> what is it? Marianne Williamson? Yeah. That, that, Williamson, that, I, yeah. I think that was the one thing that we didn't talk about, was um, Marianne oh, Williamson, so who famous. is um, totally unqualified to be up on that stage, but she's fun. Uh, because she is fun. Um, it's. I think it's very clear that she's totally unqualified to be up on that stage, um, and is just sort of like one of those new agey kind of hippie people. Um, oh yeah. And it's kind of fun to see what comes out of her mouth. It is, and it's really entertaining. Um, I definitely think next next time. Next debate, you and I... Oh, wait. Fuck. It's going to be right when I'm moving. Whatever. Mm. I won't be moving in the evening. Um, but we should watch it and take notes so that we can actually talk about it <laughs> instead yeah. of watching the highlights. Absolutely, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, I... I'm considering switching us to a different platform to, like, upload and maybe getting rid of Patreon if I put it on this other website where, like, I can just kind of monetize the podcast really easily. So, um, Griffin, that's something for you to think about. Listeners, um, you guys are the ones who listen, so if you have any thoughts, questions, or concerns please shoot me a message um, through our Twitter account. That is at Avocado Toast PPN. Um, or you can message me personally at Jesse underscore Quinn. Um, Griffin probably won't be able to answer any of your questions, but he can send you my way. Um, and he is at Sir Griffington. Um, and you guys better send him some delayed birthday messages or I will fight you. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that is it. Thank you guys for listening. Eat Eat the the rich. rich. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.